Well, hi everyone, and this is another podcast in our series to help you as you look to teach effectively online. Now, in music, one of the issues we have, obviously, is the latency factor whereby we can't actually rehearse an ensemble or even maybe even rehearse with a student in real time um, because we get a delay. So, just some strategies that may be worth thinking about um, in your delivery and I am going to slow down now because that is the first and easiest strategy for us to think about. Making sure our directions are considered, making sure that we've thought about the volume of our microphone or our input, making sure we've thought about the location of the microphone in relation to the video if we're using Zoom or Skype or FaceTime, um, and making sure also your students have got their equipment set up effectively so you can see what they're doing. So that may mean you have to have their um, device, tablet, phone, etc. on a stand somewhere or you may have to spend some time in your initial first lesson getting that organised and sorted because one of the things that can really, really impact the success of the lesson are the simple things around sound, simple things around speed, delivery and also the types of directions that you give and making sure they are clearly heard and they also are able to be clearly understood and then acted upon. So one of the things that's difficult as teachers at any time is to do, use what we call wait time. So wait time is when we slow it down, we give a direction and rather than maybe getting an audio response, we get a student to have some sort of visual means of acknowledging what we've done. This is if we're using video as well. So it may just be thumbs up, hand in the air, hand on the head, uh, anything that can be an indication that yes, they've understood and they're able to do it. Um, the other thing we can do is something like a formative assessment tool uh, where we use something like a green light, an orange light or a red light and it could just be they have it on the top of their music stand and they point to it. You might say, where are we up to? And they go green and that means you can just keep going ahead. Orange, I just need a little bit more time or help or red means, no, I haven't got it yet. And that's not a bad little way of using a strategy online and it saves you having to keep asking and confirming. They can just show you, just say, where are we? Or where would you rate yourself? Now, some of the things we can do to assist us as teachers is think about different strategies. One of our other podcasts talked about using um, online shared software for audio, such as Soundtrap. There are other types of software we can use. Um, but have a think about how you can maybe assist the student to prepare for the lesson. Um, so it may be that you do record some examples um, and you upload those. Now whether you upload them to a website or to a shared space and they're able to be downloaded and heard beforehand, um, that would be really useful. The other thing is maybe if you're using accompaniments to have those recorded already uh, and also one of the things we can do is record those at different 
tempos. Um, so maybe, you know, if you're running something at 80 beats per minute, 100 beats, 120 beats, and it gives the chance for the student, the learner, to engage and to practice at different tempos. Um, if you are, for example, a guitarist doing a classical piece and you're learning both the, um, the bass, harmonic and melodic lines, you may break those into smaller components and teach the students about chunking. Or if it's a piano player, maybe just play the left hand exercise and literally talk through the various stages of the piece but give them as audio examples that can be heard clearly and revisited by the student. And that way you can also say to the student, please listen to excerpt 1B, 1C, etc. You've already uploaded. It also gives you consistency if you're teaching with different students across uh, your studio. You may have three or four students doing the same examinations or the same pieces, but it gives you some common reference ground and it also allows you then to have more time because you've got resources already prepared and they can be um, be managed online in some way. So that idea of play-along tracks is really effective. Um, and the other thing is, it's an old one, but it often doesn't get considered enough, is don't just start the recording, actually give the students a two-bar count-in. So regardless of the, the meter, time signature, think about giving a very clear count. One, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, etc. So the student gets the chance to prepare and then join the audio uh, at the commencement of their piece or at the beginning of the section you've decided to share with them. So there's a few ideas around just simple strategies for either one-on-one -on -one lessons or even peer lessons um, or small group lessons. And I'd particularly encourage you to think about using uh, audio examples you've created already and sharing those with the student um, online before the lesson and that way that'll hopefully help you out a little bit. So thank you.